0: Well, so much for playing all 82 games. Anthony Davis can't even make it past four games as he sits this one out and the Lakers lose to the Minnesota Timberwolves. They lose 111-102. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, worst case scenario has already happened and, uh... We were only four games in. Obviously, this is our fifth game, but Anthony Davis not able to uh, suit up tonight, and we all kind of knew how this was going to play out without AD.
1: Hannah, I'm going to take a little credit for something right now. I've been saying for a while that while everybody talks about the Lakers shooting woes and their lack of a wing defender and all those things are true, but the real nightmare scenario for this team is losing anthony davis because there is nobody behind anthony davis on this team you know Thomas Bryant is out for a month or so with with a finger injury but even if he was here i mean there's no one to replace Anthony Davis and it showed tonight we were slaughtered by Rudy Gobert of all people who had 22 points and 21 rebounds there was nobody who could guard him and and let's face it i mean Rudy Gobert is a good player but he's not a great player and he's certainly not a great offensive player but tonight You know, they just milked it for everything it was worth. It was the nightmare scenario. We've lost Anthony Davis only five games into the season.
0: Yeah, and you know, I mean, fortunately, it – seems as if it's nothing too serious and you know according to head coach darvin ham he said that ad woke up and uh lower back just a little bit sore so they decided to rest him and that hopefully for the the next game on sunday which is a a home game ad will be back in action but you know dad already not looking good and we're you know so only a couple games into the season ad is already out um you know just pretty much the worst case scenario for the lakers obviously as we are all aware but dad i want to talk about the the next big storyline here Russell Westbrook coming off the bench obviously something that I think a lot of people really thought was the best situation the best you know fit for us um, we know that the coaching staff was trying to kind of convince Russ of this for a little bit it wasn't uh, his favorite idea but Russ decided to go with it and you know for a majority of the game or at least for a moment it looked like Maybe this was gonna be, you know, a good game for us. Unfortunately, of course, in the fourth quarter, he was pretty much a disaster. Kind of lost the game for us there. But, Dad, what do you think about uh, Russ coming off the bench? And do you think this is the best move going forward for the Lakers?
1: You know, probably, Hannah. I mean, Russell Westbrook, uh, first of all, he played over 30 minutes tonight. So I think this is probably, even though he came off the bench, the most minutes he's played in a game this year.
0: Well, I'm sure that was on purpose because I'm sure they said, listen, just come off the bench and we'll play you even more. I mean, I'm sure this was not something they had to probably really wheel and deal to get Russ to agree to come off the bench.
1: Well, Hannah, it was, you know, kind of a quintessential Russell Westbrook performance. He started out just Awful. He missed his first four shots in really terrible fashion. And I was groaning to myself, saying, Oh my God, you know, I can't take any more of this. But then he actually played very well in the middle of the game. He was really attacking the rim and, and finishing with his shots. He actually knocked down a three pointer. But as often happens with Russell Westbrook, we get to the fourth quarter, especially the second half of the fourth quarter and he feels he's got to try to take over, and it had the predictably awful results.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, he had turnover after turnover, miss shot after missed shot, even dribbled the ball out of bounds late in the fourth when it was kind of a, a pretty crucial point for the Lakers to maybe kind of, I think it was to cut it within maybe three, I think, at the time. I think we were down about five or six. I think we could have cut it down to, to four or three. And he just dribbled the ball out of bounds. And I, I honestly uh, just muted the TV after that because I just said, this is just so painful to watch at this point. And I can't believe we're only five games in where it feels like we're, you know, towards the end of the season already. But, uh, you know, we have senioritis starting the season, which isn't great. But, you know, long season. Hopefully we can turn it around. Uh, Dad, what did you think about some of the other role players tonight, though? You know, Troy Brown Jr. hit two key three-pointers, a back-to-back to kind of give the Lakers uh, to cut the deficit late in the fourth quarter, ended with 12 points. Uh, your main man, Austin Reeves, played really well tonight, 12 points on four-for-five shooting. Uh, I thought Wayne Gabriel... Played really well for us on the defensive end, Dad. I know maybe you're rolling your eyes a bit. I, you know, listen, I think for what Gabriel, you know, brings to the table, I thought he had a good game tonight. Eight points, Kendrick Nunn, nine points. So, what did you think about uh, some of the the Laker role players tonight?
1: Well, Hannah, I thought there were two bright spots for the Lakers tonight. So, you know, I'm glad we're talking about it because we have to try to find a silver lining uh, in this otherwise miserable season so far. Troy Bound Jr. Uh, has impressed me since he came back from injury. Remember, he missed training camp. And missed the start of the season. But, you know, I kind of like the way he looks and moves. And he got the start tonight. And he knocked down four three-pointers tonight, which was great to see. Uh, he plays active defense. You know, he's got, he's the one guy, he's a wing player and he's got some size to him. And he's only 23 years old. So i have you know, I'm very happy with what I've seen from Troy Brown Jr. so far. Tonight, those four three-pointers were great. And as you said, in the fourth quarter when the Lakers were desperately trying to hang on, he hit two three-pointers in a row, which was very good. And then Austin Reeves. I, I think Austin Reeves played well tonight. Knocked down two three-pointers, was four for five from the field. You know, uh, made some nice passes, uh, as he always does. And, you know, again, uh, Reeves Reeves is funny. He's one of those guys I feel – I always feel the Lakers play better when he's on the court. Kind of like Alex Caruso in a way. Yeah, in in a sense. I mean I hate to just compare the two because they're two white guys. But I mean – Oh, my god. Well, no, I'm serious, and I I think people do. But, you know, they're different players, but I I just – you know, I feel Austin Reeves has more to contribute. The Lakers don't really give him a chance to do it, I don't think. You know, uh, they don't even pass him the ball all that much. But I thought he played pretty well tonight. Wayne Gabriel, I mean, he was OK. I mean, he he, he always plays hard, and I respect that. He's always moving. He's always attacking. So that, that's good. But he's only got, you know, very, very limited skill.
0: Yeah, no, I mean definitely. You know, Gabriel's a guy. He he's got nothing to lose, so when he goes out there, there's not too much stress on him. He just has to play as hard as possible. Uh, but you know, I, I liked what I saw from him. I like his the effort and the energy that he brings. You know, Dad, I do agree with you on the Austin Reeves situation. I think he should get more minutes too. Personally, I think Austin. I I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but I think Austin should be starting. I think he should get more minutes. Uh, I think he's got a lot of potential, and I do agree with you that I think. Uh, I don't really necessarily know why, but I just feel like the Lakers play better. When he is out there on the floor, um, Dad, we're going to talk a little bit about LeBron James tonight. Uh, obviously, our leading scorer with twenty-eight points, seven rebounds, five assists. Although he he did not shoot the ball well um 10 for 24 from the floor one for six from three point range but i mean dad lebron had to play pretty much the entire game played just under or played you know 37 minutes tonight a little under 38 minutes so you know the lakers absolutely needed him out there and you know it's it's frustrating because it's a long season lebron is you know near the end of his career and you know i'm sure he's frustrated that he's having to to play every single game just to give us a fighting chance but uh that's just gonna obviously be what it's gonna be tonight
1: Yeah, Hannah, uh, I feel bad for LeBron James, to be perfectly honest with you, to be on this terrible a team at this stage of his career. He's still playing at a very high level. You know, he could still, you know, be a star on a, you know, contending team, but it certainly doesn't look like it's going to happen on this team. And he looks like he's just on an island by himself out there. He's playing with a bunch of guys who, you know, just don't have a huge amount of skill. Um, You know, two guys tonight I want to talk about a little bit, Lonnie Walker and Kendrick Nunn. You know, Kendrick Nunn, he, you know, he's a gunner. He gets out there and he starts shooting. He did make... You know, a few shots tonight, which is good because I think he—I don't think he scored in the last.
0: Yeah, he was four for nine tonight, uh, but only one for four from three-point range. But still, with nine points, so definitely his best game of the season. Yeah,
1: you know, it's kind of strange to say that it probably was his best game of the season. Not that it was a good game; it wasn't, but it was certainly he showed some signs of life, and I think that's important because he, his, you know, his poor play has been one of the shocking aspects of the season so far. Unfortunately, Lonnie Walker had a very quiet night tonight. Uh, I don't know why he wasn't quite as aggressive. Uh, I'm not sure how many minutes he played, but, uh, you know. He played
0: 24 minutes and he, yeah, he only had six points. This is definitely his, uh, I think it's his lowing sco- lowest scoring game of the
1: season. Yeah, he just, he didn't seem to be quite as much of a factor tonight as he's been in other games. So again, you know, the Lakers fought hard. They played hard. They were in the game pretty much till the end. Um you know they tied up the game a couple of times I mean they were seriously out man again you know again <laughs> of all the teams to play with Anthony Davis out when you play Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns I mean there there's just not a chance really and they just they just swallowed us up with their size and again, the 22 turnovers were killers.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that the 22 turnovers, you know, the turnovers were honestly the the theme of this game for the Lakers. And had we not had those, had we had had half those, we probably would have won this game, honestly, which would have been really impressive. Because like you said, you know, going against this matchup without AD is really, really tough, um, even with AD, obviously. But, you know, you can't, you're not going to win a game like this without, you know, Anthony Davis. And then you have 22 turnovers and, you know, you, we already can't shoot. So we know that. So cards were all against us. We had to play play kind of a perfect game and unfortunately we just didn't do that now dad I mean really quickly I I do want to say obviously a a loss is a loss the Lakers starting the season 0 and 5 I don't think I can't remember a time they've ever done that uh so obviously I know Laker fans are kind of really nervous up in arms here but you know I guess we could say one positive thing about these losses is that, and I think even head coach Darvin Hamm said it, is that none of them have been blowouts. They have all been games that we've been in. We've had a chance to win, and unfortunately, just things didn't go our way. We made some kind of sloppy plays late in the game. Um, so I guess you could say it's a little bit positive. You know, if we kind of get our shooting better, we get the chemistry a little bit better, make some adjustments. Maybe some of these, you know, games as the season progresses will turn into wins. Um, but, you know, I, again, a loss is a loss. So I don't really want to, there's nothing too, too positive from it. But I guess uh, to try to is that none of these have been, you know, blowout losses.
1: Yeah, Hannah, I'm, I'm uh, again, I had low expectations coming into the season at this point. My mindset is somewhat like it was five or six years ago when the Lakers had a bunch of young guys and it was kind of exciting to see if they were going to develop. I sort of feel the same way about the guys they have on the team now. I'm just kind of curious to see if Lonnie Walker, Kendrick Nunn, Troy Brown, Austin Reeves, you know, I'm just kind of curious to see if these guys can develop into NBA players and and if they can be really good. I mean, I you know, they all have some talent to it. Um, You know, they need to be more consistent. And they need to be a little more aggressive for the most part, other than Lonnie Walker, who's always aggressive. And I guess Kendrick Nunn is, too. But be that as it may, that's what I'm kind of focusing on right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, I am, too. Um, Lakers, I think that's going to be it for uh, tonight's show. Um, We're really trying to not make these episodes so so negative because I I hate making it negative. But obviously, there isn't too many bright spots to talk about right now. But trying our best here. Uh, Lakers will be back in action this Sunday Back uh, home at Crypto.com Arena. Man, I hate that name. Uh, Versus the Denver Nuggets. So until then, I hope you guys have a great night. Let me know what you think about Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. Do you think it is a better fit? Uh, You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, lick your hand and lick your daughter out. Bye, everyone.